Hello, I'm TC. I'm JJ. And I'm Toy Story. And this is The Geek Beat, presented by the Long Island Comic Guys. For the latest news, I'm turning it over to Toy Story. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> wow. Channeling my inter Walter Cronkite. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, let's dive right into it, guys. Be quick because Master of the Universe is last and I'm spending the full 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> got it. So on a recent the most recent episode of the D23 Inside Disney podcast, Kevin Feige was talking about how he and Marvel had a big meeting to go over the MCU's rules of the multiverse. Because we know the multiverse is going to be a huge thing coming up after everything that happened in Loki and what's coming up with Doctor Strange. So they had a really big meeting apparently to go over like the rules and stuff. So that should be really interesting to see like what they've you know what they developed there. I got an email about buying tickets to the D twenty three event in November, and I asked mm -hmm. Steph, and she said absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's not a really cool variant this year. <laughs> Um, that's cool, though. I feel like, you know, I'm glad they did something like that. And that's always been like their sh just strength. And I'm sure you'll hear it from us a lot is just getting everyone on the same page. Mm -hmm. you know, everyone who's going to be involved <laughs> in the movie, you know, they, they need something like when you're doing something on this freaking, you know, size or this level, like you can't just like, all right, everyone, let's just figure it out as we go along. Because you know there's people sitting at home like with nothing better to do than tear apart freaking movies. Uh, yeah. And, and basically I think, the opposite of what happened with Star Wars. <laughs> and I think we'll talk about this at some point in our lives, but this is where they get it right. As in the whole DC universe. <laughs> uh, we're not talking about them. This is MCU. We'll see. <laughs> uh, that's DC universe. Yeah, you know, the MCU universe. Sorry. <laughs> What do you mean they haven't got it? They're no, they they, 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 they they do get it right. They get oh, it right. Yeah, yeah. They get okay. it. They get it right. You're confusing me. Like like they're finally yeah. gonna get it right. No, no, like, no. no. I, I think they've been doing pretty good. <laughs> oh yeah, they've been doing good. I mean, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I, yeah. I get what you're saying. You're saying this is like one of the reasons why they get it right. Right. Oh yeah. The planning, the planning, super important, and I'm happy to hear that they're doing this. I mean, I think they've done this stuff like this in the past. They must have with what, how cohesive everything's been up till this point. You know, so. Very important. Star Wars, listen up. Um, but moving on. <laughs> so a little more Marvel news in the Lego world for you Lego fanatics like me and JJ. So new Lego Marvel minifigures have been announced with like every character that exists in the MCU right now. They're going to be releasing these figures. I love these. I love these little packets of figures. You can just buy the figures. Um, Dude, when I was a kid, I wanted that so bad. I bought the yeah, sets just for the figures, and absolutely. now I get the figures. So what I think, what's cool about this is you get everything from Loki to uh, the What If series, which is it's not even out yet. Now we're getting figures. Falcon and the Snowman. Uh, what's your soldier's snowman? Jesus. Snowman? <laughs> That's a movie. Falcon and the Snowman. It's a movie. Great movie. If you want to check it out, check it out. Um, and That's WandaVision. Um, I'm excited for the What Ifs because you get uh, – you get Captain Carter, which is pretty cool. She's in her, you know, Captain Britain outfit, which looks pretty cool. Oh, nice. And then they've got the zombie hunter Spider-Man, which is pretty cool looking too. So, you know, get check it out. We'll probably post some pictures of what some of these look like. Quick cut off there, and I know it hasn't been on it's not on our list, but have you guys been seeing like the B variants? They've been doing like the everyone in like the Captain America outfits so far. Oh, really? Like, I haven't comics. seen them. Oh, they've been really good so far. I got like the Spider Woman, the Miles. Um, I got the Miles. I think yeah. the black uh, Black Widow one. I just asked 
I put on my pull list. It's really nice. Very nice. Pretty cool. Well, I might buy every single one of these damn latest. <laughs> <laughs> this is, they're, they're, it's quite amazing. There's uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's, uh, what, about 15 of them? Oh, I'm sure there's going to be more, too. So oh, pretty yeah. cool. Pretty, yeah. pretty cool. All right, next up with Marvel. So there's multiple rumors circulating right now that suggest that Charlie Cox's Daredevil can not only appear in Spider-Man, which, by the way, is still unconfirmed, but multiple Phase 4 movies that are coming out soon. So I'm really hoping we could see him again. Yeah, I mean, I think of- aside from that, so I, I kind of deep de- dove into this one. So they're saying that there's a very high chance um, we'll see him in She-Hulk, which really makes the most sense. I mean, she's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. Um, and then also there's talk about him being in Hawkeye because another rumor that a character from uh, Daredevil is going to appear is Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, D'Onofrio's being said to be one of the things and again this is unconfirmed this you know what people are saying you know leaking who knows if it's true who knows if it's not but if it is if you know if we see the kingpin it makes sense that we would also see um, daredevil in that too and you know they're saying and beyond so mm-hmm. he's know, still so. my he's my favorite on-screen villain i've seen still His um, i love him so much from from the netflix stuff or just in general my favorite uh, I don't know if I can agree with that. I, lo- I, know, I know. I know. We've had this discussion before. but <laughs> I mean, he's good. He's just not that good. I mean, he's not Loki good. <laughs> well, Loki, look, that's a Loki discussion. Loki's are not really a villain, though. Is uh, he, though? Is he? <laughs> that's a, that's a, that could be a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's write that down. We'll plan for that another yeah, day. Yeah, you guys are going to see that one soon. <laughs> <laughs> but, All yeah, right. so, so a lot of news. Hopefully we're going to get some inkling of what's going on with Spider-Man soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know when they're waiting for. Maybe it's – I can't be D23. That's in November. And this movie Isn't this movie coming out in December? December, yeah. We haven't gotten anything yet. That's this is strange, right? Is it just it's a little weird? Just, yeah, I thought for sure they released a trailer right after Loki ended. Yeah, I don't know. I well, guess we'll see. These, you know, you gotta love these little shows like this on Disney Plus because it, it, again, it's gonna go back to connecting everything, and you know, might as well bring in the whole Daredevil stuff from Netflix. I mean, that'd be yeah. great. I think the only characters that they've said they've been flirting with bringing in has been his character and John Berthenall's Punisher. I think the rest of those guys are not slated to join. So at least at this point. Mm-hmm. But okay, cool. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Next up, a little Star Wars news. So a new San Diego Comic Con poster has been making the rounds online. I think you guys have seen. Uh, it shows Luke Skywalker training Grogu as a Jedi. It's just the two of them on the poster. So and this was a- an officially licensed poster that yeah. that came out. Which you know, this is a this is a scene we've never seen before. So, and it's an amazing. It's done by Russell Walks. Uh, he did the poster, and I think it's titled "Size Matters Not." Um, but you know, it's it's you know, Grogu building up his lightsaber with the yellow crystal. We're getting a, another yellow lightsaber, and I awesome. think there. I've I've been seeing some articles being posted lately about the next Mandalorian three, maybe or not even Mandalorian, but like, there's going to be a maybe another show. Bringing in Gorgu, maybe we're going to see some Luke Skywalker, you know, a young Luke Skywalker and him being trained. We'll, we'll see. Maybe. But heavy rumorville right yeah. now. I'm going to segue that. That's a good segue into one of the next points about Luke Skywalker. So this this news broke this week, too. So Lucasfilm has hired a VFX YouTuber <laughs> by the, who goes by the name Shamook 
he is he created a video a couple months ago. He he did this deep fake of Luke Skywalker at the end of the Mandalorian. So he totally redid it because I guess he was unhappy with you know what Disney did. Yeah, and I remember did, you talking about this a while yeah, back. Yeah, he well. did this deep fake, and they hired him for their VFX department, Industrial Light and Magic. That it's was confirmed amazing. this week. It's crazy. So that video had like two million views. Um, so someone must have seen and taken note. I love to hear stuff like that, where it's just like, like, hey, like if you, I love what like, like studios say, is like, hey, if you don't like it, why don't you do something better? This guy did something better. It's like, cool, you're hot. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and think about this. Here we've got a company, you know, who's what worth billions of dollars putting out this video, you know, putting out this show. A half-ass maybe Luke Skywalker, but then you got somebody working out of their house who does even better. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if it's I don't know I don't think it was necessarily bad. I I don't think I would I wouldn't say half-assed on it, but I mean you know there's always somebody better out there, and you mm-hmm. know sometimes they're not. On and if that's team. what this guy did, you know, just from his room. Imagine what he could do with Disney resources. Oh yeah. my God. Whew. Honestly, I think that's like a genius way to talent scout, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna go off the beaten trap here. I'm so sorry, Tess, but like, there, I don't know if you guys saw so on Netflix the new. Uh, uh, there's a the TV show, the movies of the '80s or whatever it is. I forgot what the, the name of that show was. Uh, where it the shows the movies that made us, and there's oh, a new from the stories series, that made us people. There's the new series out that just came out. I think it was this too. week. And one of the ones was Jurassic Park, and they talked about like the guy who created the dinosaurs, you know, the the, the wireframe, and you know nobody else could do that back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look at this guy coming in doing the same thing. Yeah, it's amazing. I know. Yeah, I've got to get around to watching that. That's that's been the whole series. Year. Yeah, there's been I think four shows. Pretty yeah, good. I heard the Jurassic Park one was really good. Really, really good. Nice. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no worries. So a little more Star Wars. So this is more in Rumorville, so we're pre, you know, we're we're, we're prefacing it with that. Um, and I'm going to butcher this name, but I think we've talked about him before. So word on the street is that Mena Masoud and Lars Lars Michelson are rumored to be cast as Edward Ezra Bridger and Grand Admiral Thrawn for an upcoming series. Ahsoka. It's got to be. Yeah. And that's freaking awesome because I couldn't picture anybody else playing Thrawn with that voice from Rebels. <laughs> and, and he's the character, right, who, yeah. who voices him? Yep, that's he voices great. him in Rebels. So to get I, him to live action is really cool. I thought that his brother voiced him. Mads Michelson? Yeah. No, isn't is it Mads the, the guy who was in Rogue, Rogue One? One? Yeah. Oh, was it Rogue One? Yeah, he was in Rogue yeah. One and his brother Lars. He's the guy with the big beard. Um, yeah, so he voiced him in Rebels. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I mean, anything Star Wars, and, I mean, I, I'm so excited for all this, for the, all of it. I just, mm-hmm. I can't get enough of it right now. I, mean, I love been I, doing the TV stuff so well. I mean, the Disney oh. Plus stuff. I mean, if, as long as Dave Filoni is involved, I mean, he's like, you know, and this is going to be something we're going to talk about, um, at, at a future episode, but when you have like these geeky people who are so passionate about a subject, like in charge, like, I mean, Kevin Feige, like, you know, he's got this image, like he has to, you, he must love these characters. Cause you see him pulling like these characters out of like left field. And I'm sure that, you know, there's the right people, you know, being surrounded by them, but you know, the, just watching Dave Filoni and I, I'm going to go back to this episode again from season one, like the making of it, like to hear him talk about star Wars, like you need, like that's the type of people you need involved when you're getting involved in a major project like this. Like you know, because 
it you, you have to be very careful with nostalgia and it's it's just something that people are very you know are very sensitive about mm -hmm. and they'll get up in arms real quickly if you screw it up so oh, yes um you know kudos to them for really crushing what they've been doing so far i don't even know what we're yeah. talking about <laughs> no yeah, you, said, you, you said it really well <laughs> and I, I love seeing the castings like that where they get the voice actors to play live action that's really yeah cool. especially with a character like that it works too because you know they just throw a bunch of makeup on him and it'll look close enough anyway yeah. <laughs> yeah so awesome to see that very excited now moving into a little bit of dc news so leslie grace who is most recently famous for in the heights has been cast by warner brothers to play barbara gordon in the upcoming live action solo film batgirl which will by the way premiere exclusively on hbo max they do not sponsor this video <laughs> I, I first the, when I saw this was the first time I I I didn't know that they were going to do a solo film of just Batgirl. They've been talking about it for forever. Really? Yeah, I feel like it's one of those movies that I've been hearing about for the last five years. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about a solo movie about her. I don't know. It's yeah, just I, again, I think something we'll go into later. With we'll okay. See. Cool. Yep. I don't know who she yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I doubt I'm not that. a musical fan, so In the Heights wasn't going to be on move uh, on my watch list. I did see In the Heights. She's very good, but um, as good as some of these actors are, you know, they like they can't make a bad movie, you know, fantastic either. So it's, it's got it's it, they they can only do so much. Yeah. I, I mean, I won't get into it now, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what else do we got? <laughs> All right, next up. So Michael B. Jordan and his production company is currently developing a Superman series for HBO Max based on the Catalyst. Well. Again, we're not, we're not sponsored by HBO Max. <laughs> but we would love to be, so reach it if anybody from HBO is listening to this. <laughs> so it's going to be based on the Calvin Ellis and Val Zod version of Superman, and there's no word yet on whether Jordan will also star in it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think people are saying he should at least star in it. Um, I, I mean, now that we've gone into a second character, um, I just don't understand what they're doing. Like, it, it, I don't understand why they're so anti-connectivity. Um, I, I think these solo things just confuse people more than they entertain at this point. Like, if you want to do these separate things, you know, keep them to television, like real television outside of HBO Max, or do like animated series is just, I don't know, it just seems like a cheap money grab uh, if they're not gonna connect it. If they are, that's great. Like, I, I, I can't wait to see it, but I just don't- I have I, doubts I about whether or not they're going to. What's that? I have doubts about whether they're going to connect uh, I do too, that's that's my concern. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. I, I got nothing on that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll move on to a little more DC. So the Batfleck version of Batman was spotted on the set of the new Flash movie, apparently. Who, who, JJ, you, you, you want to talk a little no, bit about this? No, I, I actually yeah, edited this. So, oh, so you did, I'll, okay. I'll talk about so the, the identity of whoever it was wasn't confirmed. I mean, it's not... It, but it was it his looked suit. like the Batfleck version. Um, it was on, like, a, a motorcycle. I mean, it was clearly not the, you know, Michael Keaton version of him. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine it would be. Uh, maybe it is, but I highly doubt it. So we'll see. Did, I mean, you, a, did you see that video? I saw it. Yeah, it was like okay. very hard to see, and then I saw some close-up photos. Yeah, and it, I mean, it, my money would be on it's not. It's definitely not Ben Affleck. No. If it is supposed to be him, it's definitely a stunt double. 
So I don't know if that means he is, or I don't know if that means Ben Affleck's not going to be in it or not. But it looked like a bigger Batman, a, a bigger Batman. I mean, he, yeah. had, he had girth to him. Um, he had girth, and, <laughs> and the bike was interesting looking. I mean, it wasn't. It's not a bike we've ever seen before. No, I mean, like it looks like it could go with like the Ben Affleck style of like vehicles yeah. and stuff like that. So I don't know. Like I mean, it seems really cool. I think. Again, you're going to hear this from us a lot. I think this Flash movie and maybe a couple others is what may actually salvage the DC Extended Universe or whatever the heck they call it. But, you know, it's news and we're telling you about it and we don't really know much more than that or we will, we would have told you. So. <laughs> yep. All right, moving on. So a little bit of news in the video game world. So a live-action Pokemon series is currently in the works at Netflix akin to Detective Pikachu, which I freaking love, so I'm very excited for this. Never I'm it. excited for this. I grew up with Pokemon games, so... I didn't, but I love this movie. The movie was great. I mean, it was fun <laughs> for the kids, but I'm excited for a live-action. I mean, I like the cartoons, too. They're actually fun. Yeah, I'm excited. TC, you have a lot to say about Pokemon. Come on. Uh, gotta <laughs> catch them all? <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I'm excited about this. I don't know why they haven't done live action Pokemon stuff sooner, honestly. They've been doing the cartoons forever. But yeah. You know, I don't know. It looks fun. Yeah. And then a little bit not geek related, but one of my favorite shows that I've watched ever. I think it's close enough. Yeah. Dexter New Blood is the name of the Dexter revival, which is going to be a continuation of the original series. We just got a trailer this past weekend. First trailer of it. Looks really cool. And it's premiering on. November seventh, for those of you that didn't know. Okay. Yep. I, it looked it looked really good. Uh, you watched the whole thing, right? Yes, I did. I finally went back and watched like the last season, which um, for a while I didn't. I was like, I think I watched halfway through the last season, and I was just like, I'm good. And then I just finished it because I was like, I have to. Did you hate it as much as you thought you would? It wasn't that I hated it. It was just. I don't think I hated it either. It was me and you. Yeah, like that's what it is. I, I mean, the the problem with Dexter in general was after the John Lithgow season, it just it, it was in one, it was like one of those shows where they didn't really know where they wanted to go. Or at least it seemed that way to me, like where they wanted to go with the show next. It's hard, like when you have like a show like that where you have different themed seasons. Yeah, and it's just like you know, I think when you hit like a peak like you did with like the John Lithgow season. I forgot what he was called. And it's just like Trinity killer. Yeah. It's like, it's just, you just kind of, there's nowhere to go, but down. And it's just, you know, no, you know, no fault to anyone else's. It's yeah, just, of course. You know, too soon. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I mean, that happens a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited. This was actually the first, like my first favorite TV show that I watched. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to, for this. My cousin, I remember, was watching it as it came out. Steph and I probably caught up on it like by the time they were into season three or four. So I think it was like we caught up probably during John Lithgow and then came back like live for like the fifth season. And it was just like, oh, that was a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. I'm very excited. Um, Clancy Brown, Dylan, that's freaking. Oh my god! Oh, is he the main one? Yeah, he's the main guy. So. I like him. He's always a good villain. Yeah. All right. Imagine if they cross over and he's a Highlander. Wow! There can only be one. <laughs> oh my god! All right. So next up, we got a Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. Yes. Um, another another one? 
I didn't. I missed this one. So what there's you- a new Ghost um, Ghostbusters coming out. So I I think the other one's just a solo movie, the girl one. I don't know anything about it. I never saw that one. This one is being directed by Ivan Reitman's son, Jason. Um, it's starring Paul Rudd, the like gangly kid who is dating Seven in, uh, I don't know what his name is, uh, in <laughs> Stranger Things, a girl yeah. that I don't recognize. Uh, a lot of like face uh, fresh faces. Uh, it looks pretty interesting. Apparently, the girl and the kid from Stranger Things are the grandkids of Egon. Uh, Egon's character, I forgot. I, oh man, I'm I'm really embarrassed right now that I can't remember his name. But um, yeah, and they're like out in the middle of the woods somewhere. Paul Rudd seems like he might be a teacher or something. Uh, it looks cool. I know for at least one person is confirmed to be in it because they kind of tease him right at the end and Dan like they call up like Dan Aykroyd's character and he picks up the phone. So this isn't going to be like a joke movie like the other one was. I think this is, has I mean there's going to be a comedy tone to it. What other one are you talking about? What's that? What other one are you talking about? There was a girls Ghostbuster movie. Oh, I didn't even watch that one. Oh, that I got was you. McCarthy and all that. Yeah, yeah I, I don't even it was like a real it was a real like spark. Uh, what is it called? Uh, That's the one with the Thor guy in it, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I don't even count that. That's not a Ghostbuster movie. Yeah, but this one is supposed to be in line with the original. Okay. I think. All right. Like in All continuity. Right. All right. And it's being done by the son of the original creators. So. All right. I was a little confused. So it, looked, it looked pretty good. Um, I saw Bojo's text about it, but because he never responds to my text, I didn't give him my thoughts on it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this movie was supposed to be out like two years ago, right? I don't think it was that long ago. I think it was slated for this year release. Oh. Now it's getting pushed. I think it was supposed to be early this year, and it's got pushed to Thanksgiving. So it's okay. not Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. All right. The last two things I'm not going to talk about, so I'm going to turn that All right. Video. So uh, I don't know if you guys watch Turner and Hooch um, on Disney+. Plus. Again, they also don't sponsor us, but we're willing to talk if you're interested in Disney+. Plus. Um, it was okay. You know, Is that the one with Josh Peck? Yeah, so uh, it's so funny because I remember my brother used to watch. Was it Drake and Josh or something? Yeah, was that, was my, that was my show. And he was always like the fat kid in it. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh crap, this guy's fit now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before uh, he's not a great actor, but um, it's a, it's a cute show. I watched it with my daughter. I figured she'd like it because it was a dog. Uh, he's I think he's supposed to be like Tom Hanks's son who they conveniently kill in the first episode because they'll never get Tom Hanks to do something like that. Um, but it was cool. It was, well, they don't kill him. They they say he died kind of thing. So it's all right. It's a cute family show. Uh, it seems like, you know. I I saw the trailer, and, I, and the first thing I thought about was I was watching, like, an episode of uh, Full House. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was weird. You know, it was surprisingly like there was a couple like gunfights and shootouts, so it wasn't like super super like kitty, but it was like you know it had like yeah. a feel. It had like a sitcom kind of feel for sure. Um, but that was that. I, I think if you know if you wanted to, if you have young kids and you wanted to try something new with them, I, I would definitely recommend that. A good family show. Uh, so now we're gonna spend the rest of the time uh, talking about. And I do want to get some of your thoughts because I know you watched it, JJ. Um, I know you don't have. I know you didn't see a Toy Story because you don't watch good stuff. But uh, <laughs> Master Universe Revelations, um, yeah. So it hit Netflix. So 
I have a little bit more information. So I probably would have had a little bit of a different thing to say if I hadn't recently watched um, Kevin Smith's Fat Man Beyond podcast on it because he did something and he kind of addressed a lot of issues. So this there's only five episodes. It was initially slated for all 10 episodes to be released for season one. They kind of split it out. Oh. So, yeah. And I think he's like, people would probably be a little less angry with me if they didn't do that. He goes, but I think it was a good idea. It ends like on a cliffhanger. I was like, sure. Um, JJ, let me get your thoughts. Like, like, What did you think? I liked it. I liked it. Um, I love the animation on it. The voices were unbelievable to the characters. I liked, I, I liked most of them. I liked them all. Um, I didn't like that there was not enough He-Man and Skeletor. I mean, you see him in the first episode, you see him in the last episode. I thought it was a little, I don't know. It, 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 focused, it really focused on Tila. I think that was, I mean, that's where it was driven at. Um, I didn't watch this show that you saw the, the uh, yeah. you know, his thing, so I, I don't know any better. Um, I love the animation in it. It was, uh, that was probably my most favorite thing about it, uh, was the animation of each character. Um, the story was decent. I liked the story too. I had nothing wrong with it. And, you know, I watched the original as a kid. I'm not going to say I watched every single one as a kid. Yeah. Um, I didn't know, you know, back in the eighties when we were watching cartoons, you know, uh, that I, cartoons didn't have a flow to it. It was yeah. just kind of like, where apparently I just recently found out that, you know, Masters Universe had a flow to it. I didn't no, know that. No, it didn't. Nope. It did not. No. Well, why is, this were, one, why is this one picking up after that one then? So they're, I think they're taking el like elements from it that weren't organized in a story. And I think they're kind of running from it there. So okay. there was, and that was the problem. And not just them. I think maybe Thundercats did a little better job of this. But, yes. But them for sure where it was just self-contained episodes where you got something cool and then like bam you wouldn't move on to something again like that so i'm just gonna let you know so if you haven't watched it yet if you want to watch it if you don't want to be spoiled about anything you don't know anything about master universe i would say just stop right here uh, thanks, for thanks for listening have yeah. a good night <laughs> um if you're upset about stuff i may be addressing some of the things you're upset about and if you want to keep listening listen uh so first of all I know that there's with anything like this, it gets politicized. So I won't get into that. Um, he said that this was going to focus on Tila and it, for a little part of it. And everyone, I think, thinks that, you know, we're killing off He-Man and he's going to be and she's going to become He-Man or something like that. That's not what's going to happen at all. Um, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen, JJ. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm spoiling. This no, it's you. all right. I, you know, I didn't I didn't I didn't think that. He-Man was ever yeah. going to die, or no? I mean, like back. they have they have toys to sell. You think Mattel's crazy? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she's the daughter of the sorceress. That was touched upon in this show. It's already yeah. been spoken about in the in the original show. She's going to be the next sorceress. This sorceress is going to die. She's going to come become some iteration of that. So she needed to get built up. And so I'm going to drop her name a few times. She's called Legita on Instagram. She's a friend of um, ours, Lisa. She's a huge Master Universe fan. She didn't like Tila. She actually liked the show. She loved um, Eva Lynn and, or, and uh, Man at Arms, who I thought were awesome as well. Uh, 
I didn't think Teal was bad. I think the problem is, is like if you ever watch, if you go back and watch the original stuff, Teal is so much worse than the original. She's always like she's a she's a badass warrior. You know, she's a great fighter. She's like captain of the guard, but she's like very like whiny and like complainy in the show. She's not like that. I don't get that from her at all. I think Sarah Michelle Gellar did a great job with her yeah. hair. I don't know. One of the things that did bother me, I don't know why everyone who's like a super powerful, like, you know, warrior girl has to shave off half their head, but that's just me. Apparently that's the thing. If you want to be a fighter, you have to shave off half your head now and you're a girl. But um, I think she did a great job. Uh, so what Kevin Smith says, and he says this really, he goes, just wait for episode six and seven. He goes, people who are saying I killed off He-Man, I emasculated He-Man is like, wait for episode six and seven. He's he basically said there's a he's he tells you that He-Man's not dead, basically. And he also alludes to the fact that if you missed Orko, Orko's not dead either. <laughs> so um, you know, the people who are like losing their mind from a cartoon character dying in a show, I mean has nobody ever read comics or you know watched shows like this before? Nobody ever stays dead in sci-fi and fantasy. It just doesn't happen. I didn't know there was an issue. People were having an issue with this. Yeah, I, I think people were very complaining. I mean, one of my main things was, was like, yeah, I thought it was good. It was like, I I would have loved if He Man was in it, but um, you know, it's okay. We'll see what happens. So basically. Episode six and and seven specifically, there's a massive battle that he said it doesn't get as like bloody and violent as the invincible battle, like between the father and son, which I haven't seen, but I've seen like memes of it. He goes, but it's probably the closest thing to it that you see in animation. I was like, okay. So listen, I mean, some of the voices, (laughs) I, it was hard a little bit to get past Mark Hamill's Joker when I heard Skeletor. Like he he tried to change it a little bit, but I, there was times where I just see like the Joker face when he's talking, which I is fine. Yeah. Uh, another problem, and I'm, I'm sorry to be attacking the the Batman classics, is I did not like Kevin Conroy's Merman at all. It sounded I didn't just like, like it just sounded just like Batman. Yeah. I was like, Merman's supposed to have like this likeness to his voice, and it's just like he goes, "I stole the key." I was like, I was like, he didn't have anything like that. I was like, cool. He's playing Merman as Bruce Wayne. I got thanks, you on that one. Th- yep. Thanks for, thanks for kind of writing. Everyone else I thought was pretty good. Uh, I don't, I didn't particularly love Cringer. I, I watched the the thing with the guy who doing Orko. I think Orko was good. I mean, again, like I'm gonna agree with Lisa. Um, Lena Hetty is absolutely fantastic. It's awesome. Um, the other guy is it Colin something who's yep. doing um mad at arms he's also fantastic i think he's also the narrator as well and he's game of thrones also yes and there's there's a ton of easter eggs i mean like someone you know other than a diehard would miss out on them but like the the opening credit thing it takes like you know the opening from like the original movie like the 87 movie the power to be controlled to be mastered like that's word for word what they say in the beginning of the 87 there's like there's a scene where they're using like this tracking device that she makes straight pull from the 87 movie i mean there's so many like you know characters stinkor he never made it to animation before like they were like mattel was like absolutely not he's not a toy we're pushing into the cartoon and they and they put him into the cartoon so there's so many like things you know that were were treats kind of for the fans and you know i mean i'm gonna tell you for the five episodes yeah i give it a seven 
uh, out of like 10, just because, you know, I, I teal is great and everything, but he man's my, my guy. So like, I'll, I'll regrade it when I get the next five episodes, hopefully uh, it leads to more, but you know, it was, it was really good. I think it set it up. I, I don't like this going super scrawny with Adam thing. I know like you have to have a huge transformation for Adam to He-Man, but I feel like they made him a little too young as Adam, but just some small stickler points there for me. Um, but a good show. I, I'm really happy that again, like anyone who noticed it and there's a fan, uh, Moss man, they threw in Alan Oppenheimer, who was the original voice for Skeletor and man. I wish, he, I wish he had a little more playtime. I mean, listen, there's, there's five more episodes. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw all those guys from Preternia show up on earth at some point. I mean, I, if you're thinking future seasons too, and this is like how I get like my wheels turning is just like, all right, Skeletor season one, you have to step it up. Hordak season two, you got to bring in Shira season two, or maybe it's season three. Uh, so if these, if the next five episodes go well, and I think there's a lot of people who are positive about this too. And I, and I'm really bad with the nostalgia and like keeping an open mind when it comes to stuff as well. So I was like, listen, like I'm going to go in. I was like, yes, I liked it. I was like, I want to see more. And then I'll kind of like make my final, you know, ultimate decision on, on whether I liked it or not. But so far I liked it for what it was. And, you know, I like that they're, you know, moving the story along and, you know, they revitalize it. I mean, like I said, on our, you know, on our post is like, there could be, it, we could have no He-Man and that would, would be terrible. So I, I got to watch this, uh, rewatched it because she didn't want to watch it the first time. But we're, I, I've watched up to five episodes. She has to watch the sixth one at this point. But I've watched it with my daughter, and that's like the most amazing thing to me. Like if you know, if my daughter can look back, and even if she doesn't like He Man or whatever, when she gets older, she'll always have like that link to me in it. So it was something that we got to share together. And, you know, that was really special for me to just, I mean, I just gave her a battle cat today. Cause she'd been like, she's been harassing me for a battle cat for like two months now. And like, I just had to order it cause I couldn't find them in the goddamn store. <laughs> but, um, you it's can't be uh, emotional, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really great. It's, it's, um, it's good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I enjoyed it and I'm hoping to really, really enjoy it in the next five episodes. Nice. All right. Well, that was it. I think we, we, did this a little longer than normal, but hey, when you when you bring in something from my childhood that like brought me into this entire world of geekdom, you're lucky I kept it as sure as I did. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you. Um, well, that's the geek beat for the week, right? Uh, I'm TC. I'm JJ. I'm Toy Story. And thanks for geeking out with us. <laughs>